Okay, it's recording at yes. Basket of Cats. BOC Incorporated. 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 I'm just making things up. LLC. LLC. You ever heard that Nicki Minaj song? I just took that bitch and made that bitch in LLC. No, that's great. Yeah, Wait, that's so great. she's helping? She's just helping this woman? No, you had to hear the whole thing. But oh, okay. She's just saying that her bitch is trying to be her. She oh, make, she, can, she make them all into businesses. See, to me, well, once once you release art into the public, it becomes part of public consumption, right? It's no longer yours. It belongs to the people interpreting right. it. But I could tell immediately that you were not interpreting that through the lens of a of a rap icon. Of a rap icon. No, no, I'm I'm interpreting it through the lens of a rap listener, and I like to think that Nicki Minaj is supporting a woman-owned business. But are you a female rap listener? Because you would know better. I do listen. Yeah. Who's absolutely. your favorite? Flo Millie. Mm. Actually, you know what? My I like Loaf. Dej Loaf is great. It's the best. Um, Remy Ma is great. Mm. What? You don't like Remy Ma? You don't know the Nikki Remy beef? No, they have beef. I can't get into this if you've never heard about that. See, you're not in the trenches with these women. I'm just listening to the songs. That you don't ever heard their diss tracks? No. Daniel. I'm. I'll, I'll be honest with you. That's the kind of drama I'm living for. Let me be honest with you. I'm listening to the hits. Okay. The hits. I'm listening to You're the a hits. top forty for the rap queens. I'm top. I'm a top forty kind of guy. Yeah, unfortunately. I don't need to hear the guys say pop puss. But if we're talking about Michael McDonald, I'm going deep into the archives. Oh yeah. My what about Buble? Not, see, okay. The fact that people put them both into the same category. Michael Buble is like a he's a vocal robot. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I just mean like he is a he's like a a, a like perfect note hitting crooner machine michael mcdonald is a is a songwriter lyricist vocalist he does it all mm. okay i was really getting more into the area of i wanted i wish that pop singers and like people like michael buble and them whatever category they fall into would um start doing diss songs to each other the way rappers Ooh, do. i like that i would love for michael buble to just sing a hateful ass hate right. track to his enemy Michael and then McDonald, I wanted the enemy to respond. You're a fucking bitch, Michael McDonald. Like that's what I want. Yeah. Don't say that to me, Michael Bublé. Like I'm tired of Twitter beefs. I'm tired of cancel culture. You, heard, you ever heard that on a podcast? Wait, you're tired of cancel no, culture? JK, you know, I, these, I live for cancel culture. These people, these people are coming after Benton. No, 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 not me. What I'm saying is I'm tired of people complaining about those things, about cancel culture, about other things. I want you to put it in your music. Put it in your work. Instead of going on Twitter and being like, you're all mean to me, you tell me that we're all sucky fans in a song so I can enjoy it. That's fair. Do you feel as though, like, because that documentary that's coming out about cancel culture on Fox News is, like, very funny. Have you seen it? Mm -hmm. yeah it's very funny but okay let me let me push back and let me ask you a question you've had your instagram threatened to be taken away right yeah all the time doesn't that suck yeah isn't that kind of like what they're talking about um i mean i don't know because i always have a reason attached to why they tell me why they're going to take it away and i can go i agree or disagree but you usually disagree right i would hope i mean i do usually disagree but i mean if i'm wrong i'm wrong you know what I mean? Like, what am I going to do? Be like, no, everyone else, you're wrong. Shouldn't you? No, why would I fight the... Well, that's crazy. I mean, unless it's something, like, important, like, if it's something I believe in. But if they're going to take but away your... if you your... just believe in, like, I don't know, saying stuff to say it, then I don't know, believe in it. Well, I'm well, that's kind of what I'm saying, is, like, there's different iterations of it where, like, I think that the line does get blurred, and the issue is everybody can kind of glom onto this thing of, like cancel culture is bad when at the end of the day like the stuff you're talking about 
basically what you're doing is saying something that you know is inflammatory in order to get like negative response. And then when that negative response comes, acting as though you're the victim of something when you, in fact, created it, right? Yeah, I just don't think Catholic culture is real. I, I understand that. And maybe like the word is probably misused, but I've just, so many of my friends have like had, pla- and this isn't probably what the general definition of quote unquote cancel culture is. But platforms that comedians post on will often, like, try to take their stuff away for reasons that are completely, like, nonsense. Yeah, but I mean, I also have friends that get their posts taken down that are hairstylists. And, right. I mean, there's haters out there for everybody. That's what it is. That's, that's extremist, being extreme. You feel like you can sneakily do something. It's a, it's a cyber hate. It's the same thing as, like, you can say stuff on a keyboard. I can report your video like that. And oftentimes when people are attacking those concepts, they're not attacking the person. They're attacking the, this this idea of comedy that has been against them. And there's no other way they can fight back besides flagging, I don't know, these podcasts and stuff. That Yeah, I guess. and that But if that is, if that's the definition of quote unquote cancel culture, like that part of it does go a little bit far sometimes. Like the, yeah, the group mentality. Everywhere. Right. Everywhere you go. I guess that that's my... I'm I'm definitely not one of these it's people... It's also extreme to just say crazy things in public. Exactly. So, you know what I mean? Like, it's just extremists fighting extremists, so it all looks very extreme. I, and I think that, that that's completely true. And mm-hmm. all I'm really saying is I think that there's people who get kind of caught in the middle of that, who aren't saying, like, necessarily extreme things, but that get kind of swept up in the, like, well you shouldn't talk about this or this or this. And there's people who mention things in bad faith. And then there's people who mention things in good faith. And sometimes the people who mention things in good faith will still get the wrath of like the mob mentality. Does that yeah, make sense? Which I think is probably more of a side effect of it never being taken care of. And so like, right. if you really want to affect that, then you'd have to be one of these people in the middle that goes, okay, well, maybe if these other people weren't doing such a douchey things, then it wouldn't affect right. me in this That's way. such As a good point. Like, yeah. Let me just complain and make every and set the world on fire. How about we just like figure out what is acceptable and what isn't? Right. It's also at the end of the day, even if let's say like oh, like people are upset with something that you did whether or not it is justified or unjustified, it is. Uh, I don't know why more people just don't say nothing. Because saying nothing seems to be such a powerful well, way to deal with it. I mean, then you just talked about how it affected your friends. That stuff builds in people. It's right. effective on both sides. When people say nothing, say nothing, say nothing, then you're like, I'm going to fucking freak you out. You get mad, yeah. Like, And so, I mean, that's probably what that is, which I think is where a lot of artists are because I mean, no matter what kind of art you do someone's out there like being a shithead about it right but i think there's a difference in like flagging someone's video because you just want to be like i hate this person because i don't agree with them right or, like i don't agree with the way they live or look or what they do or whatever and opposed to being like i'm gonna flag this person because they're literally spouting off like nonsense or doing something like actually bad. yeah hateful no i'm i'm incredibly I, it's like yeah you have to also those things are like morally different to everyone like how do i how you know because everyone has a different storyline so or like or storyline but you know main characters you know yeah. like like what you've experienced is different than what me or vice versa everyone experienced so we're all triggered or the narrative is different for each of us when we consume the exact same content possibly you know because we're being we're looking at it through different lenses which is also the reason why people need to like slow down a little bit like maybe talk through the reasoning on both sides and if your reasoning is like because it's weird then it's like okay well that'd be the same thing if i was like because i want to like well that's how does that help anybody i think we also miss out on a lot of like potentially very positive conversations 
if the if like someone's initial reaction when someone does something bad now you've talked about this i think in a very very smart way before where you're like there's a difference between like habitual and intentional behavior and someone mm-hmm. who does something wrong once yeah but sometimes we t- treat those two things the same thing and that like i've just seen this so often online it's unfortunate that i'm even exposed i wish i was just living in a rock not under a rock, like inside of a Well, Pat, sort of like Patrick, but I burrow up into the rock a little bit and make some windows. But I'm in the rock. So like a Flintstone? A Flintstone. You literally want to be a caveman? This is really taking a turn. You're like, now we're going back to the caveman days. Well, wait I'm a minute. lowering my brow. I'm widening my jaw. Hey, taking a turn is not necessarily. Sometimes you take a turn at Disneyland. You know you what I mean? wrong turn the movie? No. With Eliza Dushku? <laughs> You've never seen that? No, I've never seen I it. feel like you would really like Eliza Dushku. I love the name. You don't know who that is? No. <laughs> You're such different people. It's great. Shocking. That's why it's a great podcast. But, um, so... Affirmation. So, like, I've just had this experience of seeing someone do something wrong where I'll... I'll or, or say something, like, uncouth or out of character, and then people will be like... Go ahead. There's a Nicki Minaj lyric where she goes... Uh, C-O-U-T-H, because you can't spell it either. When she uses the word cooth, and I just, I had to. Genius. The barbs. Genius. Um, So we'll do something on cooth, and then people's first reaction is not to say, this thing they said is bad. Their first reaction is, this is a bad person. That's a defense mechanism. It's It's crazy. People that you've interacted, most of the time people that go right to that are people that have only been met with that. So it's very mm. hard to, it's a lot easier, this is anything, whether it's what side you're on of any spectrum or any political, everybody, it is easier to burn the fields than to pick out the broaded parts. Yeah. It's just easier. It's easier to start over. So we're just like, everyone's evil, everyone's bad, everyone's good. And like, the, right. the reality is like, you got to pick out the rot. It's really like, when a doctor goes in to remove cancer, they don't cut the whole, f- they don't just cut you up and send you a pump in boxes, do they? They right. cut the cancer out. And sometimes some is left and you got to get some radiation and shit. Right. That's kind of how i look at like shitty people that's a great way or or people who are acting shitty one yeah, or the other you know, yeah 100 percent. um now I'm a doctor I'm a, I'm a woke doctor okay <laughs> you come in and i just say like well how are you feeling it's like uh i i actually i feel pretty bad and you're like no baby you're perfect that's like yeah you girl work um that's like have you have you seen that school apparently there's some school which i don't even know if this is true or not or if it's like some internet it's true story. i'll say it 100 percent about true. the the school that's putting litter boxes in the bathroom for the kids that identify as cats oh my god what fox news bait bullshit is See, that that's what i'm saying I, yeah. I, I haven't seen the article and when i look it up it looks like sh- 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 shaky right and then um but then people keep talking about it like in the real world like and i'm like right. what and then i'm just like also can i tell you a secret Go ahead. I don't care if you want to be a cat. I don't care either. As long as you leave me alone, leave, you can be a cat anywhere. And that goes for anyone who wants to do everything. If you can, if you can leave me alone, yeah, go for Earlier it. Earlier, when you said you miss out on conversations, I was like, Whew, thank God. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that I'm just kind of. Like, but again, I also think that when people take things like that, like these, like the, you ever heard of the people that want to like um, cut their own legs off or be paralyzed? Yeah, yeah. We've talked told, about that. Yeah. yeah, it's interesting. It's the same thing. I kind of feel like okay, like you are kind of capitalizing on a wave that of like people right. that are actually fighting for something different but also like you'd be a cat girl if, if, if i saw someone peeing in, a, in, in like a litter box in the bathroom i'd be like honestly not that bad you no. know what you're not peeing on the wall like everybody else 
Go for it. I mean, I just have I have friends who have way wilder predilections that I love. And it's like, yeah, there's not well what matters is not the the act. What matters is the If I'm allergic to you. If, whether or not if if I'm if I'm not scratching my eyes, come on over. That's we'll have a I beer. If yeah, you yeah. said, Hey Vincent, I identify the cat, but I'm so allergic, I yeah, can't be around you. I'm anymore. gone. Bye bye. Yeah, That's we good. do we have to do That'd the podcast. Could you imagine how would you handle that? Oh, if you said you were allergic Not to me? Not me. No. no okay. No. Let me rephrase the question. Oh, New sure. Question. Oh, wait. Then finish your thought first. Um, what was I? Oh, yeah. The, the issue is not like... Because there's all there's three over 300 million people in the United States. And there's not only going... Jeff, Bill. <laughs> um, the, the issue is not that like... You only know men's names? Wow. Jeff, Bill. Uh, well, they, those can be women's names too. Sorry. Thank you. Good, Sorry. Good, good take. Donk, donk. Yeah. <laughs> Rate this five stars. Benton, you heard of. Benton gets canceled for... Yeah, people would love that. Can yeah. you imagine? They'd oh be like, God. got you. Oh my God, finally. Um, but uh, so... Basically, like the the issue is not that there's like single singular people or groups of people that act in ways that people see as niche or weird or different. It's like that that's always going to be the way things are, and you should accept those people because it's just a person going through their own experience. The issue is that sometimes and it's not an issue on the part of the people. Let me make that clear. The issue is on the part of media and representation of those sorts of things. Mm-hmm. Media will take that usually on the opposing side and go look this is how everyone on that side is everybody on the left are a bunch of cats and litter boxes and it's like i'm not saying the people the cats and litter boxes are bad in any way i mean it's like do live your life but to use that as a representation then that side needs to come back at the right and be like it's that we're protecting the cats and litter boxes people like these are and then it it makes it a bigger it's issue on, into on both sides. It makes it a way bigger issue than really. It's just like a few people trying to live their fucking lives. And maybe it's a little bit unorthodox, but who gives also, a shit? Maybe we should ask them why they feel like they need to be cats or are cats. Excuse me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like maybe there's something to learn there. Maybe instead of like, you know, shooting down every balloon that goes by, we just try to understand like, why was it blown up to begin with? I I'm could really on a metaphor roll. I could fuck heavy with a cat person. I should. Like a furry? Yeah, we could, we could hang out. Oh, I, um, yeah. Um, I just think that, what were we saying? Oh, about uh, politics. Yes. Yeah. I always think that about when it comes to around voting time, which is very important to vote, of course. But in general, I, sometimes I feel like the way we do politics is like these like red or blue. Like it's almost right. like, I don't even have to listen to the debates. I don't have to hear. I already know. I know all the opinions and all the thoughts. Just check the box. Because they never change. They're just right. like different variations of the same thing. There's never any middle ground. So it's just like. Wow, just can we just skip this? Just vote. I don't think we're changing minds at just this point. Just get me a damn train. I don't care what side you were on. I want a goddamn train going through Los Angeles, getting me from point A to point B. Is that approved by Greta? By who? Greta. The cat? Greta Thunberg. Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is 100% Greta approved. Okay, because if it's not, no, no, I no. To see where you end trains, up, trains reduce carbon emissions like crazy. Says says Greta? No, says everyone. Says Greta, absolutely. Okay. You, we'll get Greta on the podcast. She'll back me up. I don't up. think me and Greta... I use a lot of hairspray, and I can't... I don't plan on stopping. <laughs> Everything else I'll do, Greta, but I don't know what you want from me. Let's keep Greta away from you. Oh. Greta will claw your eyes out, and I won't... And to be I honest think, with I, you... You know what? If honestly, I'll sit down with Greta. I, I have a thing or two to learn. Okay, great. But also, it'll be with stiff, stiff hair. Oh, yeah. Um, um, our group topic is almost oh, yeah. completely unrelated to this. Hydration. Yes. You want to talk about this, and yes. I just... I go... I, yeah. 
can I? Okay, so let me let me start. I've been on a I've been on a bit of and can I say this without being a little bit too a water journey. I've been on a, a bit of a journey. water journey. So the Julia Roberts movie. I used to be tap water all the way, straight tap from the faucet, beautiful, clean American, right? Well, I don't know if all those things apply to. Tap water. No, well, American. Yeah, that's yes. the only one I agreed on. Thank you. Unless, well, what part of America? That's a good point. Because she's sh- sh- shaky in some areas. North American. Um, well, no, I'm just like flannel. Oh, yeah, of course. But, hey. God bless. So I would uh, help them. I would just drink tap, tap water. And then one of my friends taps me and goes, hey, Dan, you can't drink tap water. You need to get a, a Brita filter. And I go, okay, I'll get a filter. I get a Brita filter. I'm using a Brita filter. Then one of my... Was that like a threat? What do you mean they yeah, tapped yeah, yeah. you and said, they hey, tap man. Me. They tap me. They go, If Listen. I ever see you drinking Listen, fucking tap water again... If I see... That's how they... That's kind of how they act. In your You're not... You know what? You joke. That's not far away from what it but was. I'm going to skin your dehydrated body if yeah, I ever exactly. see it again. Yeah, and, exactly. And I won't even be able to use no. the skin. I'll make you into ethical moccasins. <laughs> you dry, dry moccasins. So... I get the Brita filter. Then another friend goes, Brita filters are bad. You need to get this other filter. That's the filter I have right here in my room. So Which I get, friend's a fish? We're going to get to the fish friend. Okay. Then another friend goes, you shouldn't even be drinking filtered water. You should be drinking natural spring water. I've been drinking. I don't exclusively drink natural spring water, but I, I cut out all like soda drinks so I could afford one bottle of spring water a day because it nets out. I have seen you drinking a lot of green spring water. And it nets oh, and out to the same. Also, did you ask me if we could be sponsored by spring water wine? So I could, so and let me let me tell you, uh, you that was dig a whale, Dan. That was completely selfish of me because I just want the free spring water. Go to a spring. <laughs> There's none in Los Angeles. I bet you could find a waterfall hike to a spring. I'll go to the La Brea Tar Pits. That's going to be the next one. Someone's going to come up to me and be like, Dan, you need to get on a 100% tar-based Dan, only hydration. puddles. Drink out of puddles because they have all these different chemicals and uh, probiotics from the people walking through them. Have you heard of raw water? Yeah. Do you know about water that's never been touched? No. What's that? It's water from the clouds. You just open your mouth when it rains. Oh, that's nice too. Jesus. But that's been touched. No, it's been touched. It's by, from the sky. It's been touched by God. That's different. Um, that's what you want. But uh, but yeah, there's raw water, which is just like water. Or that's the Care Bears, they live up there too. Do they in the clouds? In the cloud, yeah. Know a thing or two about history. I had no idea that that was the Who case. Who else lives in the clouds? Sky dancers, Sailor Moon, sometimes. Sailor Moon, I know of. Jesus Christ. Okay, go ahead. So, I'm I'm just in terms of hydration. I'm trying to do the best I can, and I never know if I'm what I'm doing is the best thing. And I'm obsessed I with it. I love when you have health calls. It's yeah. like my favorite thing to listen to you have health calls. Why is that? Because it's ridiculous. I love that you're looking <laughs> in the mirror like, am I doing well? Yeah. Should I drink more water? Yeah, I do like, think that. what are you talking about? What do you mean? You only eat like falafels and rice and I've never even seen you drink a soda. I'm a powerful Mediterranean diet man. Oh, falafel's so good. Yeah. I literally have never seen you drink a soda... Once I saw you drink a Gatorade, and it was shocking to me, and I talked about it for two months. Really? Who did you talk about that to? Other people. (laughs) (laughs) No, I I try to be as healthy as possible. Now, I'm also not one of these people that has a billion dollars to spend on my own health, so I try to do the simplest shit. So that's why spring water is such a difficult thing for me to get around, because it's fucking expensive. Which makes it seem a little odd that water yeah. we're getting from a creek is so expensive. I grew, we had well water growing up. Like, yeah, it's like I don't know. Do I look the healthiest to you? I mean, I have great skin, but other you than do that, have great skin. What are you talking about? Yeah, but that's different. That's, you have great that's skin. I spend money I don't have. You have a powerful body. 
Oh my god, I'm gonna fist fight you. If you say it again. <laughs> the comments I get from people. Do they? Oh, do they say that you're horrific? Oh, I'm sorry. But thank you. But also stop. <laughs> um, <laughs> I try to compliment people in the way that. I would appreciate a compliment, and it's not I always. Know, it's not that. always. It's fine. It's not always what people like. Yeah, I understand. You do. You love the word "powerful," by the way. There's a. There's. I a, sometimes I catch myself saying it now. It's good. Accident, and I'm like, Jesus Christ. There's a person I train. It, it similar to uh, you. They their goal Very is doubtful. like. No, no, no. Similar to your like mindset when it comes to the compliments, because their goal is a bigger butt and like no nothing else, like not bigger legs. They don't want a bigger upper body, which is not. It, it's like challenging for me as a trainer because there's a lot of stuff that like you have to cut out, and there's a lot of stuff that you have to integrate that you usually wouldn't do. So, like when we're training, sometimes I'll, I'll I'll be like, oh great, like like you look strong, and they'll be like, what do you mean I look strong? And I'm like, no, I mean you look like because. To them, looking strong yeah. means I look big and buff, which is not what I mean when I say that. No, you're not buff at all or big. <laughs> you're disgusting. They, you're just like in a strong way. Like an ox or a hippo or a rhinoceros. You're strong like in a way that like, you know, you know the trolls that hold up bridges? You're yeah. strong like that. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've had to like, and it is good because you have to be considerate of people, especially people who like have their own defined body goals and have their own experiences with like what certain words mean when you use them. But yeah, I've had to tamper that one off. I it's both not to not to go too much off on a tangent, but there's an old there's an old wrestler or there's an old uh, UFC fighter named Don Fry who has a body similar to our friend who's the uh, the tattooed influencer that you liked. He has like a like oh, kind okay, of a yeah. kind of like, like a what? like he has like kind of like a big sturdy, but he's a little more cut and stuff. Don Fry and mm-hmm. like big arms. And I sent that to uh, to my girlfriend, and I was like, "Isn't this kind of like the ideal body?" And my girlfriend was like, "What the fuck are you talking about? No." And I was because in my mind, being as big as an ox is like a good thing. Yeah, and I, I think feel so. I agree on that too. It's just not what I personally want. Right, that you know, it's not what you want for your own personal body. But what did your sister? Your sister? My oh, sister. My God. My sister. I don't know where that came burr, from. Burr, you know what burr, it was? Burr, it's therapist because, incoming. It's because I call so many people sis all the time and stuff that right. I went right into like. So, anyways, your sis. Right. Uh, what? Anyways, what did your sister think the ideal body type was? <laughs> and I don't know how much I can trust. My girlfriend with this, but she says it's it's me or at least very close to me. Okay, but like before she knew you, like what would she just did she draw pictures? What is she psychic? I th- I I agree with you. Can we find out? I think she may she's either maybe a little uncomfortable with telling me if it because if it's like different. I mean, because I feel the same way like because she's like Harry Styles. You're like, oh my god. Yeah. Right. I right. See- no. No. Uh, yeah. No. We're not. Hey, we're <laughs> never gonna look like Harry Styles over here. I could I could starve myself and I wouldn't like I just can't lose weight like that. Well, not with that attitude. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it just not like my body type, which I'm I'm totally fine with. But uh, but yeah, so it's funny how like different people have such different perceptions of like what a compliment even is for your body. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's interesting. Which is why they tell people not to talk about people's bodies. Right. But as a trainer, that's kind of hard to avoid, you yeah. know? Well, you should just go, whatever you think, I think too. Also, it's like, 
I get maybe as a standard for people you don't know, like you shouldn't comment on people's bodies who you don't know, or maybe you know in a professional I think sense. Strong is bad. When or you- or if somebody like specifically tells you don't don't comment on my body at all. But I think it's it's a little sterile to be like don't ever comment on people's bodies. You know, sterile, sterile in terms of like I feel like it doesn't necessarily represent like genuine human interaction. Like I think our bodies are always there like i'm not saying you should fucking go around judging people for their bodies or saying negative things but like if i see my buddy and he looks like he like lost weight when he was trying to lose weight or put on muscle when he's trying to put on muscle i'm gonna say hey brother you look like a fucking diesel engine right well, yeah, now but that's because you're not gonna fuck your friend so there's no weirdness we don't know we don't know about but, that. Yeah, who, yeah, honestly, I don't know who your friend is. You don't know. Um, but, yeah, I mean, obviously, if, you, if you're a trainer, I think you can. I don't think being strong is a negative thing. Like, if you said that to me, I wouldn't be like, in the context of the gym, I'd be like, this makes sense. Right. You know, if we were outside and you were like, hey, burly bitch, I'd be like, that's <laughs> really rude. And then, and then um, there's another end of it where I train somebody who's like a, a pop singer who's like very goal-oriented and super like super good at being objective without like objectifying themselves and being like these are my goals this is where i want to be and they actually want me to be a little bit more direct and i'll be in like so i have to kind of change my mindset from person to person because with them i'm like yeah we need to like tamper this and they're like absolutely like that's exactly what we need to do but then i train somebody else and it's completely the opposite and they yeah. don't want that you got at a all style step Exactly, it's interesting. That's what they Wait, call style that. stuff? Style stepping is what they call that. When you have different, well, it's for employees. Like you have different like pe- people that you manage. Right. You're not all the same person, so you have to style step your techniques. With these style ones. stepping, I love that. Well, get a job in retail. No. Okay. <laughs> um, what do you think about hydrating? Um, I didn't know that it was so different. I don't think a lot of it. I just drink water. Um, you drink I a lot? I drink a lot of water, mm. um, shockingly enough. I drink... Um, um, yeah, I just drink a lot of it. I've had a Brita filter. It didn't really stick around. I just used the water out of the fridge. Ah, oh, you got fridge water. Yeah. That's a beautiful well right there. And then right before there. that, I, I would do tap water or I have a filter thing. Um, tap water's never like dummy. I never died or anything. I don't know. what. Did they tell you why we're not drinking it? I guess because of the stuff in it. Like, I, I don't know. Fluoride, fluoride. I did hear is fluoride. Bad. I heard this on a... Um, on a magical YouTube. Joe Rogan hour. No, no. I heard a witch say it. Um, that fluoride, um, fluoride like hinders your third eye from seeing the future or something. Damn. Such a sick idea. And that's why it's like in the water. Oh, fuck. And that's what she told me. But Shit. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't know. That's why I've been having so much trouble seeing the future well, lately. They were like, you know how like in the 50s and stuff, they used to like test kids in those facilities for like who was psychic or not and make them flip over cards and shit. And there's like, they had all these different programs and stuff. And they were like, you know why it stopped? Because we all started drinking fluoride. And I said, honestly, the conspiracy I can get behind if I get psychic abilities. Let me tell you something. The water they were drinking in the 50s, not great. But I'm just saying the studies went away. The right, point. the studies went away. But listen, the water, you know, maybe the water in the 50s was, maybe it was so bad that that's what gave mm. them the abilities. Oh, shit. Yeah, you got the radiation in there. Yeah. That good There's ass radiation. Another lab, get, pumping them full of radiation to see if they get more abilities. <laughs> and then this one, seeing if the fluoride will help. We don't know. We don't know if we want the kids to have the abilities or to not have them. The government's right. very, they're very in between. That's why they're so uh, they're so scared of indoctrinating children is because they were indoctrinated to drink yeah, radiated also, water. Child's gonna be a doctor. Like, come on. That's true. Like, this is ridiculous. Doogie Howser. 
Who? Mm-hmm. Doogie Howser. I don't know who that is. Old TV show starring uh, that three named guy who was in How I Met Your Mother. Jonathan Taylor Thomas. No. Oh. I forget his name. Anyway. Uh, three names. What was your What was your topic? Oh wait, was that we're talking about hydration? Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna think. You know what I do like about hydration? Go ahead. Smart water. Really? Let me tell you why. Go ahead. It was the first water. Go ahead. It was the first water um company that ever did like, or that I ever remember doing like celebrity endorsements. Being like, isn't this water so yes. cool? Only Jennifer Aniston. Oh, we only pay Jennifer Aniston to drink it. That's right. how cool it is. Right. And I was like, and now they're like, and also Pete Davidson. And you're like, uh, similar. Right. Um, I just thought that was such a, and it was like part of this, like, it was, they were you, the first water that like you would see on magazine covers and they'd be like, Jennifer Anderson, smart water. I love Pete Davidson being one of the people, Jennifer Anderson makes sense, but it's like, do you want to drink the water of a man who is famous for looking sickly? And smart do. water. <laughs> yeah, and you do. Cool and Because he fucks. Yeah. Well, that's what they say. Do you want the water of a man who fucks? Smart water. That's very funny. Do you want the water of the man Ariana Grande walked away from? <laughs> <laughs> Did she? Thank you, Nash. You never heard that song? Oh, interesting. I have you never heard that song? I have heard it. It's a good song. Okay. okay. <laughs> well, we're not. No one's gonna come here and fight you. It's a good fucking song. I love the whole album, actually. Um, what's the album called? Seven Rings. That's a song. It's a song on the album. Look at you. How how many times did you listen to this Ariana Grande album? A few times. For what? Where, where did your love for Ariana Grande stem from? Then I, 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 I will listen to if an album comes out and I'm interested in it. I I have a good. This is I'm not good at a lot of things, but I have good attention span. So I'm able to like if I'm inter- if like because Ariana Grande was just so popular and like was so and I was like oh let me check this out okay that's what I wanted to know why did you go for it like if it was like were you spoken to or did you just yeah no hear I, it cause everybody else it, was? it was it seemed to be like in the zeitgeist and Ariana Grande was in the zeitgeist so I was like oh I want to listen to this just to see what it's like I love the song NASA Oh, I love. I can see that for you yeah I love the song NASA um I I liked a lot of that album I love that for you. Yeah. I, do you, How do you feel about when people... You know how some people get mad at when people go and look at... You said you went to go look for it because it was in the zeitgeist and it was yeah. popular. Yeah. Do you get mad at people who are like, oh, you like it because it's popular because it's popular? I don't Because get, I think that's like kind of the goal, isn't it, for performers? And I mean, not always, but it is like... It's not a bad... Like, if I like something and everybody likes it and then you listen to it and also like it because other people did like does that make it bad i'm in i'm kind of in the middle with that it's like i don't think there's anything wrong with listening to something because it's popular i just don't think that that should be like your only metric for listening to things you know what i mean it's like if it is that's fine too i i i like to yeah i I like to kind of be in the middle of that where but isn't it also a lot to ask people to like everyone has to have like a niche opinion also everyone has to totally secret interest that's why some people just like i have a friend and she just is i mean for better or worse the term basic that's what she just she watches the bachelorette she like goes to brunch i mean she is like everything they would like list out in one of those dumb lists telling you about your own personality she would fit into i I think it's a bad thing i think maybe like my mindset is kind of always geared towards i'm I'm very I'm as curious as I am like into listening to music that I really like. So I'll I'll listen to songs that I don't even necessarily enjoy, but if I'm I'm curious about the artist or the genre, then I'll listen to it because I think like I think it's interesting. Like I didn't like the song uh Break Up with Your Boyfriend, for instance. Yeah. But I had a really interesting conversation with a woman at an open mic about that song. And if I hadn't listened to it, then I wouldn't have had that conversation. You didn't like break up 
with your girlfriend. A breakup with your girlfriend. Or no, it's a, yeah, break up with your girlfriend. Yeah, no, I. Uh, that's a big theme of like pop songs. I though. exactly. Hey, hey, you, you, I don't like your girlfriend. That's what that's what the conversation we had was about, and it's like if I wasn't aware of the song, the conversation wouldn't have come up. And that, mind you, I'm just talking personal taste. If you like that song, no judgment on you. It just wasn't for me. But that it was your skip. I I will say this. I mean. Talk about vocalists, Ariana Grande. Whatever you think about her music, holy fucking shit! Can see it nuts um, how good she is. The same, yeah, she's crazy. Crazy. Uh, people that love love her. Um, that's very interesting to me, and I'm what? trying to think uh, this musical genre situation that you're into. Um, so you're, how do you? How am I trying to say this? Like, how you go about? Like, what would you think that, what, what's a band you don't like? Like, a band you're just like, this is not for me. I don't like, or a singer. You know, I can't, I can't really necessarily pinpoint one where I'm directly like, I That's don't. That's what I thought you were going to say. I don't like them. Like, I, I mean, I would have to really dig deep That's and why think. I think you're open. What you just, how you described you picking up that song. I think people that do that are the kind of people that are like, well, I'm not going to like judge these things because they're all, they're not, they're not all for me. And I think right. people that are really hard to like, uh, talk about the zeitgeist or pop culture or anything really with are people that are like, these are good. These are bad. These are my rules. Right. Like, and that makes it the hardest. So if you're someone who can immediately be like, this person sucks, this person sucks. And they're nine times out of 10, they're always someone who's very successful and oh. famous. And then you're just like, okay, so they, they suck. Be like one. There, there's some that are interesting, but like, yeah, there's, there's like artists where I go, I, I go like, Oh God, I will. I, when a new song of theirs comes out, I'm like, not even worth it. I've given them enough. I've given them enough tries, mm-hmm. but who would that be? Are you going to tell us, or do you not want to tell us? Well, what if we have them as a guest on the podcast? Oh, so it's a it's not a it's not a huge celebrity. No, it's a huge celebrity. Oh, I dream big for this podcast. Well, I mean, why would you want to have a guest on that you don't like? <laughs> Listen, you want to I, give a platform to music you don't even support? And this, this is a personal taste thing again. Tyga, Tyga, oh, Tyga can't have just cannot in any I way she wouldn't have told us and it would have been like a mystery forever and ever throughout our podcast. we could edit it out but yeah taiga not a big fan well i think he has enough going on he'll be okay yeah he'll be fine yeah. he has a lot going on i think it's okay that you personal taste um do you like taiga when he features no even even then i'm just like it feels like yeah it just it just doesn't feel like anything it feels like non-substantive and, and if there's no if there's no sub I'm, i love music without substance too but it has like no substance and no interest to me to me personally it feels that way Do there's you, i'm sure there's somebody who learned how to love through listening to taiga i'm sure there's someone who got the courage to ask out their now wife because of listening yeah, to kylie rack jenner. city it was kylie jenner <laughs> yeah, Ra- kylie jenner listened to rack city and was and like how to love. i'm gonna start a family and that's beautiful good for good her for them. but not me that's all i'm saying and then who's your like who who's an artist that every time they come out with music you're like hell yeah michael mcdonald okay but like someone you know different what do you mean someone, someone different that we i don't know who that even is yeah, uh michael mcdonald so that i'm great it's great we could talk about this so partnered with kenny loggins that was kind of his first big no I'm kidding. I'm kidding i'm kidding i'm <laughs> kidding um somebody when they come out with music i'll listen to it no matter what would probably be 
like I'll always listen to the Arctic Monkeys whenever they come out with an album. Like because I've liked some of their stuff. I've not liked some of their stuff, but I'll always listen to it and I'll always be interested in it. Okay, where? But that's because they they came about in a very uh, trying time in my life. Did they? Yeah, I started listening to them during global warming. Yeah, during yeah because global warming's over now. Global warming was a very specific. (laughs) I don't know what your beliefs are. (laughs) You know, maybe it only affected you from two thousand eight, two thousand and ten. No, uh, when I was, this is just a dumbass story connected to the Arctic monkeys. But hey, we're ready. Um, I drove to Vermont, which is a three-hour drive from where I was, to do an open mic because I had a chance of doing a show if I drove up there. Love driving far away for chances. Absolutely, you You drove for that girl far away for a chance. You, you, it was the girl was also in Vermont. Yeah, I I thought you were gonna tell the same story. I was like, no, 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 no. This is different. Um, you love to drive. So, uh. My buddy Kendall, who is one of the fa- one of my favorite comics, he was running an open mic up in Vermont, and it was called the Skinny Pancake. And I was like, I'll go up there, and I'll probably get thrown on the show if I go up there early and like pretend I'm there for the open mic, but really I want to get on the show. Drove three hours up there, didn't get on the show, stayed for the open mic. The open mic sucked. Got back in my car, realized I wasn't going to make it home in time, and I was going to have to find a place to sleep in my car. Get in my car, and as I'm leaving the place, the song No Buses by the Arctic Monkey comes on, which is like a smaller song that they did from their first thing. And it just like, I was just in this emotional state and just hit me in this very emotional way. And I listened to it on repeat on my way back, and that's why I really like their music. Mm, Because you, look look how making a poor choice and having nowhere to sleep really led you to a... A beautiful outcome. Oh yeah, I mean, I cherish those like those dumbass long drives for nothing. I really do. I think it was like important. Yeah. Yeah. That's how I feel. Um, what did you have? Do you feel like you would do them again? Yes. Like yeah. Now, like like you do a new one today, or no? Or I, do you think things out? I think it was like for a a specific time in your life. I think that it is important to kind of do like dumbass stuff like that. Yeah, like buying a notebook you're never going to use. Right. So many notebooks. Oh yeah. And every time I'm just like, this is the one that's going to fix it. This is the one that's going to get the ideas that gets me on yeah, TV. Yeah. This is the one that that when people talk about me, they're going to be like, that notebook. Right. Always there. He always had that notebook. Granted. I, what, this is why I do with notebooks. Yeah, I write ahead. my notes in them. I rip the pages out, and then I'm like, "I've ruined this notebook." <laughs> I could see you doing yeah. that, but I still use the notebook. Absolutely, I have a whole. I use a, every year. I have a different notebook for the year, right? And I do like all my jokes, all my everything I think of that year is like I have it like categorized from like 2009 on because I'm crazy, and um, yeah, I just think you know buying willy nilly notebooks is the same as your story. You're just not as excited about them after you rip the page out. I just think that, like, I, it was my fault. Right. I had plans for them, and I already messed up f- from the get-go. Be, so easy. Why, Be easier on that's yourself. That's why I, they, it, the journey continues. Be easier on yourself. What was uh, what was your topic? Um, I wanted to talk about um, what you think about proms. Did you go to prom? I did. I went to prom by myself. Uh, because what did you wear to prom? I wore a tuxedo, just a regular tuxedo, black just, uh, tie. You, did you, like, where'd you go to get it? Do I, you remember going to get it? But yeah. So I didn't, so quote, I didn't quote-unquote get it. I actually technically wasn't a tuxedo. I don't know what a tuxedo is, actually. It was a black bow tie, uh, but I got a sports jacket from a friend of mine, and I just had the white shirt, black pants, black shoes, belt already because I catered. So that's what I wore to prom. Did you cater your prom? No, thank God, no. Oh, but I would have. Imagine? I would have. I would have happily. But no, uh, 
went to it. I hosted a party at my house afterwards where the first thing that happened. So I'm by myself. I'm already Ooh, really sad. Popular. Right. I'm by myself. I'm already really sad. Half the people who said they were going to come to my party ended up going to a different, better party. So it's like half the people there. First thing that happens is we're walking downstairs into the basement where my mom allowed us to have the party. She was like, it's okay if you drink, but you just have to like be in the basement. You have to be safe. And I'm going to like, ch- like cool mom. Yeah. In case anything happens, you're already underground. In case everything, anything happens. Yeah. We won't have to bury you too deep. Uh, first thing that happens is my friend DJ McDonald is walking downstairs with uh, the alcohol that we're going to drink that night. And he not, not his fault at all. DJ, I forgive you trips on the probably third stair before you get to the bottom of the basement. S- smashes every single bottle he was carrying Did he get stabbed? no he was okay everybody was okay but that was just like the start oh. of the night it's like the alcohol was just fucking gone it was uh, horrible did you try to get it off the floor? I got it off the floor, and then let me tell you something. I mean, like, did you were people like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were we were like licking the broken glass off I the mean, floor. I don't know. You were said you were sad. And then the first thing I did is I uh, I cleaned up, made sure everybody was okay, and then I went to bed. And everybody had a party at my house while I was asleep upstairs. Was that a happy memory or a sad memory? Sad memory. So prom was no go. I I say er, to prom. Did you go to both yours or just one? Both years? Like, do you go to junior and senior prom? No, I, I, when I was running track, and that stopped me from going to junior prom because yeah, I had a big meet. I only meet. went to my senior prom, too. I almost won prom king. What did you... Do you enjoy prom? No, it was a joke. We literally... My town was so far away. We had it in the gym. It was, like, so ridiculous. Um, I, We looked ridiculous. Me and my friend... I went my friend Raven, and we both wore zebra print, like, dresses and... Oh, that's so cute. And it was... When we it was teal blue. Oh. So, and then we had an eye, because I couldn't do anything regular. Instead of having a regular corsage and boutonniere made, I had these huge... Like poison so ivy style funny. flowers like coming off my shoulder, and then hers went all the way up her arm up oh. to her shoulder. Can I see a picture of this? Um, I have a blurry one somewhere. I, I would think. love I to see had it. Female haircut, so I had that straight across bangs, those long front pieces, all spiked in the back. Let's go. Um, we went to the prom. We could stay maybe fifteen minutes, get a picture, because then for us to be able to do anything after prom, we had to drive three hours away. <sighs> Where we went to an old Charlie's, if you don't know what that is. No idea. It's a chain restaurant. It's kind of like Chili's, but it's more like uh, it's more like old white family money is the theme, but it's like not expensive. Interesting. And um, so we went there, and then we were like, we'll eat, and then we'll go bowling or something. <laughs> and then uh, we just ate because everything was closed. We all had to drive so far away. Right. Um, so it was like whatever, but right. also like it was cute. cute. Um, and then like. Did your prom? Did your school do that thing at prom after your pictures? They're like, do you want to buy this picture in a keychain? No, thank God, no. Well, ours did, and yeah. I said, of course I do. I need to get this keychain out to everyone I know. Very cute. It was not cute. It was. I was. It was psychotic. Oh, there is a really funny story I have from prom that I forgot. So because I was alone, I, my date, rightfully so, last minute said, I don't want to go to prom with you. <gasps> And hey, that's, uh, what they say. because they said I wasn't uh, I wasn't excited enough to go to prom with them. And, like they, they felt like I wasn't uh, into it, which they were right. I wasn't like into it wasn't because of them. I just hated the idea of prom. So wow. so they were like last minute. So you didn't I, put your best foot forward. I didn't put my best foot forward. It was my fault completely. They were great. It was just I was not into the idea well, of prom. A little insane. What? They sound a little weird. No, they're like, cool. You don't want to go. They're with cool. Me. You they're don't cool. like me. 
I mean, they were a high school girl, so, you know, it's well, like... looking back on it, I have 20-20 vision. <laughs> and um, I decided to put today's standards upon that child. So, uh, you, when you walk, do the walk for prom, when they take the pictures, I didn't have anyone to go with, so I was going to do it by myself. And then my friend, Haley Dickerson, was just, like, in her normal school clothes because she wasn't going to prom. She was going to school. I was like, Haley, please, I need someone in the picture with me. And me and Haley walk down i was in a full tuxedo and she was just in like regular ass clothes it was very funny yeah that's a better that's a way better prom that's a better what do you prom. think about promposals i i think it's funny i like i like the idea because it's so low stakes to, to treat something that's low stakes high stakes is great i like a promposal better than a big showy proposal like a, a marriage proposal i just think that i think that because of Things on television being sh- not even television. Let me take that part out. Sure. But things being showier and showier. Like everything gets a little showier the more we right. go. Like birthday parties get bigger and events get bigger. Baby, we're dyeing the ocean different colors for babies being born. Like, <laughs> like, yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where we're getting into the showier proposals. Like I, because I do a lot of makeup during prom season, and these girls come in like in you know thousand dollar dresses, just like <sighs> crying hysterically because the plane spelled their name wrong. Like yeah. It's like, well, you knew it was your plane. No one else is doing that, girl. Like. Or, like, people are, like, cutting circles in crop fields till you have to see it from this. Who's flying to school to read that? Like, right. It is getting to a level where I'm like, damn, if you even... Like, it puts people, I think, maybe in the area where you were, where now it's like, well, my date doesn't care enough because they didn't rearrange all the signs in town to spell out prom, question mark. Right. So it's like, it kind of does put you at a disadvantage unless you have, like, a family Money. that can do that and tons family. of resources. But there's, I, I mean, it, it's, or you, I mean, you can do a smaller version, but like, yeah, no one's proposing. It, it, it's a lot to, it's a lot to ask also for like a child who doesn't have a lot of means to be like, no, you just have to be creative. And it's like, they're fucking dealing with enough. Yeah. And then they're seeing other people do it. So I right. kind of feel like, I mean, it's fun and cool. Do whatever you want. I'm with you. No, but I'm also with you. Like, ugh, I feel if you about it. And then also they do this thing every year at prom. If you pay attention to the news every year, they'll do it. They'll one talk about a school that doesn't want their lesbian child there. Always a lesbian, but they don't want to go to prom. Every oh, year. interesting. And then also every year, some news channel will tell a story of a straight guy who asks his gay friend to prom in a prom post. <laughs> I've every never seen that. Fucking year. I've never seen go, that. You go back. And, you I know. I'd love up. to. I love. I know. I know. Every it definitely year, exists. And they act as if this person saved this kid's life. And I get it, it's a nice gesture and it's cute and it's a fun thing to do. Right. But like, what an example of like, yes, straight person rescued this poor gay from being alone. It's like, you were alone, Dan. Right. You know what I mean? Like, no one came and rescued, well, Haley. Haley did. Thank you, But I'm saying, in general, like, I think it's like, it's such a weird concept to like, put the spotlight on that every year. Like, okay, like, we got it. Like, to let them go to prom then are you gonna give them money are you gonna like fund it like what are we doing here no i i get what you mean it it's seems such like a virtue signal it seems to be a virtue signal i mean and i will tell you this about that uh that 18 year old boy who asked his gay friend to prom in the back of the straight guy in the back of his head he's like i'm about to get so much pussy yeah and i'm not saying don't do it like that is a very no, sweet thing get to do. pussy good for you yeah, well, but also, good to do for your friend that's also very nice to like not want your friend to be uncomfortable or go that alone. too and, like, that's nice. I'm not saying not do it, but, like, right. the way we act as if, like, the gay kids, I mean, is his life better now? Like, I'm right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. it's, like, a little dramatic. But I, I, and if you're, and it's always, like, a really, like, sweet, generic kind of thing. I was like, if you're going to do it, I want to see the kids who are, like, I want to see the, the, the kid, you know, because I want to see some big I want to see him kiss. You know yeah. what? If you want to take your gay friend to prom... <laughs> Kiss that motherfucker on the mouth. I just want to see it. It's like we just—they just. I mean, they have like a poster board, and they're like, 
friend prom, and it's like, listen, set this field on fire for the gay kids. No, no, no. Okay? If we're no. dying pigeons for I w- Samantha, I would love for the the gay kid in that situation, like as they're taking picture, to turn to the the straight kid and be like, "Well, are you?" Are you gonna do it? What I want is for the gay kid to be like all the gay kids that I knew, and I want them to be like, "No, I'm not going to prom with yeah, you. Like, you, I'm not pathetic. You ugly you know, bitch." Gay kids are like they go through a lot, but they're not pathetic. Like no, they'll no. come, they'll be like, "Bitch, no, I'm not going." I that's what I want. I want a video of someone turning and being like, "No, I'm not going to prom with you." <laughs> well, like, you're sh- yeah, you're wearing fucking New yeah, Balances right now, bitch. You're not the house down sleigh, honey. <laughs> I love that. Like that would be so funny, but I do think prom puzzles. I just wonder how much they how how much of a pipeline they are to gender reveals. <laughs> yeah, it's close. Yeah, those are the same people. Like, cause you know, because because I already you know I already have a thing against the scavenger hunt weddings and the fucking flash. Mob. Right, 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 like, right. I love a flash mob, but I want to be a part of it. Totally. And it's just like all those things. So I wonder, like, I don't know. I just wonder how much of that leads to like this this over. Like, kind of like the girlfriend you mentioned you had in the last episode, the one that you said, like, always wanted a lot of material. For right, 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 right. And, like, it feels like, I wonder how much of that, like, uh, affects that. Right. Like, subconsciously eats into that the subconscious. No, I agree with you. I yeah. just want to say subconscious eight times in that one sentence. Conscious Please subconscious. allow me. And there's nothing wrong with that. Okay, what was your topic? My topic was... Uh, do you think people like how we just go, okay, done with that? Yeah, I do. I, I think wonder. I think it keeps things organized. I wonder if there's, like, a little sound there. Like instead of saying we're moving on, you just heard like you just heard like a different really like a different Halloween noise like those Halloween Ooh, CDs. Ooh, that's cool. Like a creaking door. If we put any effort into editing this, we would do we're that. Like, yeah, we only edit stuff when I say something bad and we have to edit it out. That's um, not true. We edit stuff when that when the Wi-Fi works and when it's convenient. Exactly. Uh, so my question was: Have you seen the videos that people post in gyms where they're like? highlighting other people in the gym basically so like you're taking a video of yourself in the gym right you're doing your squats Mm -hmm. you're doing your which all the power to people are like you shouldn't be able to film in gyms it's like that is so no you should be able to film i mean if if the gym specific thing is don't film here he did it's person to person right but to have a blanket rule of like don't film in a gym and i don't film in gyms but it's like (laughs) there's fitness influencers and stuff who like make their whole nut off of posting themselves working out and it's like all the power to you that's they're great not. yeah make their nut you never heard that term no i, I didn't grow up with a family of squirrels yeah, they make their nut like like they make their their living off of it yeah i, I, yeah. I use the context clues it was just shocking to me i can't use context clues <laughs> um so they'll make they'll make a video but then some like a very common one is look at this guy who's staring at me Another very common one is look at this person with really bad form next to me. And another very when we common get off one. the podcast, I have to tell you a story that is very related to this. Exciting. You're shook to your core. Exciting. But I can't tell it on this. So, and I, I'm, I asked this question because I don't have a hard opinion on it, because I am a bit conflicted. Like, have you seen those videos? A is my question. And B is what do you think about them? I have never seen those videos, but I will say that is probably because when I am looking for workout things on the internet... I am very specifically looking for like inclusive workout videos. Right. Like so, I think that my algorithm has been like, this shit is not gonna get you in the gym. We yeah. gotta, we gotta feed you something else. And so, like, my algorithm is a lot of people. Like, I see videos. What I thought you were gonna say, which I have seen, is videos. And I will say, nine times out of ten, it's either like someone who's like a Instagram athlete or a woman, mm-hmm. and they'll be doing something like that, and they'll catch someone in the, in the background, the reflection. They'll walk over and be like. Hey, I was taking my video. Like, I would love to help you. Like, if you want to see this, like, I know it can be really difficult or whatever. Mm-hmm. Which, granted, that's very sweet. But if someone did that to me, it would. I would be like, oh I my god, could you imagine? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But also, they are trying to be really sweet. Or if if they don't go up to them, they'll just be like, 
it'll say like and the which again is a little kind of weird to be like, right. look at this person working out. He doesn't look like me. I'm gonna give him support because I'm so like, weird. But weird to but do. Still, like it's sweet in the in the context of that. Yeah. But it also, it's just like if it's your whole brand, it gets a little bit like, okay, you're that, not better than these people. That and also, okay, so here's and I'm glad that you touched upon that because that's a whole different kind of thing that I didn't really consider. I haven't seen those videos. But I do like the support videos as far as like the idea of being like, hey, I know this person is probably uncomfortable, and all I can think to do to help them and also get attention is make this video. And I'm better with that than you being rude. You know what I mean? Like I'm better with you getting in a video for praising someone and being kind than you are for getting a video for being a shithead. Well, I'll say this. It's like, if you're getting consent from the person that you did that to, to be like, Hey, can I post this? That that's like oh, a lot yeah. better well, and wait, stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah that totally. But, um, also in the back of my head, I'm like, I don't, some people don't, if they're approaching in the, in a proper way. I mean, I've, I've had this conversation with people about like, cause I think men rightfully so are more on edge when it comes to communicating with a woman at the gym in any, cause there's usually not a reason to do it. Right. Other than the bad reasons, which are like, I'm horny and I want to fuck this lady and I'm going to like make an excuse. Like, here's a better way. Is that how the thought goes through your head? What's that? I'm horny. I want to fuck this lady. Yeah. My thoughts are incredibly direct. <laughs> yeah. That was I, like, damn. I have become horny. <laughs> you really know your, you're really going back to the caveman thing. Hardcore. Yeah. My, my, you said, uh, club, my internal voice sounds like putty from Seinfeld. And he's like, I have become horny. <laughs> I would like to fuck this lady. I always do wonder about people, what their inner voices sound like. I assume that, because sometimes mine's Australian. So I'm just saying, like, I Nothing wonder wrong with if that. people change theirs or not. Anyway, let's Maybe. continue. But, like, so when... I hope I hope I'm explaining this correctly. Like, I think that most men, at least with the dialogue that's out now, is they're pretty aware in a positive way that, like, women generally do not want to be approached or talked to in the gym for any reason. Just leave people alone at the gym. They're just trying to work out in peace and leave. Like, and I think that that's a good thing. But I was talking to my girlfriend because I was like... Well, what if I saw someone in the gym with or about to do something that was potentially like harmful to them or hurtful or whatever? And when we had the conversation, we kind of came to the end of like, yeah, well, even if it's like, is it worth the risk that you're going to make this person uncomfortable? And it's like, at the end of the day, the default kind of should be mind your own business. Yeah, I mean, the default should be under... I think if you're going to save someone from being hurt, maybe it's a little different. It has to be so direct but, to yeah, do it. I, but also, I think that, again, this goes back to the real reasoning. It's like, maybe the focus is, why does it have to be so weird to offer helpful advice? Like, what got us there? And how can we fix it? Yeah, and the answer because, is because people act weird in the gym to other people. Yeah, but yeah. Like, it's like, how do we fix that? And I think that maybe by... I do think that the culture, at least on the internet, the culture around gyms is really changing... But like when you go to a gym, it's not always like that because those yeah. gyms, because you're usually seeing a gym like one specific gym that one specific person is right. in. But in uh, so, I mean, yeah, I recently just had a friend that she just went to her school's gym, like where she like her college, and um, uh, and she was telling me uh that when she was leaving, that or she kept going to like one room to another, like the stretching room, the weight room, whatever, and this guy kept going to each room that she would go in, right. Like exactly when she would go, and then when she went to leave, he went to leave, and she was like, "You know what? I'm not gonna ask them." So she had the campus security walk her to her car because the guy like waited outside, and she was, and I was like, "What is the plan there? Like, we're gonna take her, or like, or like, did you think you were gonna like be like, so I followed you around all day? Do you find me attractive? Right? Like, it's so I do think there's like a lot of creepiness that you people want to avoid, but I also think that a lot of people do 
have a fantasy of there being some kind of like community to gym. It's just really hard to. I think there is I no. Think you get to find a gym like. I that. think there is a positive community to gym, but it, it's the same thing as like kind of like what we were talking about before, where you have like when you're talking about someone's body, your default with a stranger should be never. But then when you get to know somebody and your comfort level grows, then that's like, it's a different story. But it's like, if you go to a big commercial gym where everybody goes there as a stranger to you, that's not a community. Like, you're not going to have a community there. There, There's certain gyms that just don't have the kind of environment where a community can build and grow due to their setup and the number of people that have to go there. Planet Fitness, because of their setup, because of their marketing strategy and stuff, has so many people signed up at one time. I think it's difficult for people who go to a Planet Fitness to get that. And a lot of people who sign up for Planet Fitness also aren't looking for an environment like you're talking about. They're not looking for a community. They're actually looking yeah. to get in. They can afford it because other gyms are really expensive. Right, exactly. They're, they're looking to get in, do their workout, get out. But as you, as you start talking about like a more like a like a private gym a non-commercial gym where it's like a or a powerlifting gym or whatever where people have similar goals and you know that the people who go to that gym are goal goal oriented in the same way you are it's like going to a boxing gym there's so much more community in going to a boxing gym than going to a planet fitness because everybody there has the same goals you can talk about boxing with everybody you know you have that in common if i go to a planet fitness and I, I'm going to go up to a, uh, somebody and be like, oh, you know, y- you would be more optimal if you like did this instead of that. It's like, who the fuck says they're trying to be optimal? They're just trying to do whatever workout they like. Yeah, I, I, well, I think there's that is true. But I, and I also think there's also the idea of like a lot of people that are going into a gym may be really uncomfortable to begin with. So tell them they're doing something wrong. Right. Them not right. Back. Right. Yeah, I do think that. But then I also think that the culture that men experience in a gym is very different than the culture that anyone else completely cis men experiences. Because I do think that like, even if a dude goes into a gym and they're like not in the best of shape, there's this overall concept that like you're getting stronger, dude, like you're getting stronger. You're getting like, there's not the same like, Ooh, why are you here? Like a lot of times when you see like posts of like bigger women that go start, that go to the gym or stuff or that are starting to, or wanting to, or, or just have different body types. A lot of their comments are like, you, let me show you how to optimize this so you could look better. Right. But it's like, but it's like, there's a lot of guys when I go to the, when I went to gyms that I would see that were not attractive. They didn't have good bodies, but everyone was like around them at treating them the same as the person that was lifting the best because there was the, the idea that like you could, you are going to be this dude. Well, also, I, I know, I think there's like a difference. I know that, camaraderie. When, I know that when you say good body, what you mean is like societally standard, acceptable body, right? Yeah. Totally. Yeah. It, it, like a, like what you would see in like a gym thing. But also going off of that, and this applies to everyone, and this is such an important thing it, for those fucking comments on people's posts where it's like, here's how you optimize, here's how you da da da, here's how you lose. It's like not everyone who goes to the gym has the same fucking goals. Sometimes you go to the gym, you're not trying to cut, you're trying to gain strength because you love powerlifting. That's a reason to go to the gym. It's not all this bullshit cookie cutter like, well, you, oh, you, I know you're trying. Some people are trying to lose weight. That's great for you. But if you're trying to fucking just get strong and shit, like that's your goal. Like you can't just assume people are in the gym to try to look hot by your standards sure but i do think a lot of us do go to the, a lot of people in general go to the gym because they're trying to fit into those standards yeah unfortunately and i think that i think that a lot of time for women for you know non-binary people for trans people, whatever they go to the gym and i'm not saying this is they're not blanking this statement, yeah, yeah, but yeah. i think a lot of people that i know they go because they are trying to achieve this standard that is acceptable to other people almost like 
if I go to the gym to be worthy of something, where right. I think guys go to the gym almost like it's destiny. Like I'm going to become the like to become the biggest. The but like it doesn't matter where they start or where they end because there's a lot of like. Mm. Does that make sense? Like like there, I see a lot of like. Guys that don't have like your body type or bigger body types that are also like that they wouldn't have a body type that I think society would call the male standard either. Okay, but they act as if they do, and they get the same attention as if they do from like the community. I don't know. I, I guess I mean it, it could just be something that I'm just not. I could be seeing it wrong. Yeah, it could be something that I'm not as aware of, and it's like I think that the the thing that we really need to focus on is like sure. Many people do go to the gym to try to achieve a societally like acceptable body. And I'm not even saying that's a bad goal. It's like if those are your goals, if you want to look like a certain way, I'm always like 100% however you want to look, however you want to work to achieve the way you look, as long as it's healthy and like you're doing it in good faith and you're not doing it for like whatever other reasons or pressure or whatever you want to do it because it's empowering to you fucking go for it oh that's what i think i was trying to say I think yeah a lot of the yeah. times guys have the option to go to the gym and figure it out and be wrong until they're right and people that are going to achieve quote-unquote the male gaze whether you want to do that or not i think the idea is like you should be in the gym getting this body type and you should be doing it right to get this whereas like there's i think we have more ex- there's more give and take with how we'll accept men's gym bodies to look. Yeah. Like the most powerful man looks very different than like the you, sexiest man alive on people's magazine. Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I agree with that. But I also, I think it's like getting into the mentality of a lot of those people, I think you would find it to be surprisingly similar, especially at oh, say I like the college is. gym. Yeah. I think, I don't mean the actual people. Right, or right. Or the general people. I mean the way the, the, the way we see it. Media, yeah, the, the way it's pushed out to us. Right. It's different. Yeah. But the reality is they're all thinking exactly what you're saying. Exactly. They're all thinking that way. It's just their own bad versions of it or good versions of it whatever yeah. but i think that it's it is market it's the same way we market like alcohol to like straight men very different than we mar- alcohol right. market to other people alcohol to straight men is like you're gonna be the coolest alcohol to like is like or it'll come with like a sexy woman on the bottle you know like in the commercials well and i think we market a lot of like alcohol towards women is like i'm a mom and i gotta drink my bottle of wine right and it's naive and it's it is like a nuanced conversation and it's unfortunate that it's a nu- is nuanced because it's pretty simple and i say this as a guy who has certainly had like uh like exercise bulimia and has had like image issues and stuff mm-hmm. i that can exist and i certainly fell under the guy and and you, it, person right. by person you can't like judge people but also looking back on it i completely understand that in terms of messaging and imaging that I was getting, it's not as bad as what most women and like the people in the groups that you're talking about are getting because I think men are societally given a little bit more leniency in the way we can look. I.e. But because it is so sneaky and it's not as in your face, it's, it's yeah. very insidious. There's so insidious levels to it. And people don't want to pay attention it's to it. It's different. As much yeah, exactly. Like, what do you mean it's not like that? Because you're not seeing it everywhere. Right. But. The reason it's more, ins- or not more insidious, I would say the reason it is also it's insidious, yeah. insidious, it's insidious for men is right. because they're doing it like to each other. It's like comments in passing, things right. you actually hear, which granted is the same thing for women, but it's not also on billboards. Totally. So I think people tend to like not care as much about men's body issues because they don't believe that they're real, which is right. crazy. Right. Um, but yeah, I think that in general, I think that it's never a, really a person that's like, I think making those situations uncomfortable. Well, what I mean by that is I think a lot of times it's, it's, Everyone would go to the gym if they didn't have the idea of society made at the gym, if that makes sense. I think people would be more inclined to go if they didn't have that. Because it's not necessarily the people there. Well, like, like, like when I go to the gym, I'm not like, this is the bad person. This is the bad person. It's that 
the culture over top of it that feels growth. It, it also not the actual people there. It totally, and to piggyback off that, sometimes I I also think it would help, it, like in the way you're saying, in that ideal circumstance, it would help open up people to the reality of the situation where. Like there's there's tons of reasons to not work out. If you're not a person who's into working out, there's no issues with that. If there's something that's stopping you from working out, there's no issues in that. But also when it comes to people who go to the gym, it's not just like working out can release endorphins and make you feel good. Working out, you don't even have to have an aesthetic thing in purpose it, it, yeah, in, in mind. Totally. It can just be, I am trying to feel a little bit better. I'm trying to increase like blood flow. I'm tr- all that also, shit. Also, it doesn't have to happen in a gym. Right, in, exactly. In like LuLaRoe hey, leggings. Or Lululemon. I always get confused. Lululemon leggings. I haven't had a gym membership to like a, to like a, a fitness gym in four years. I canceled my gym membership four years ago. I've been doing all home workouts since okay, then. Hey, well, you know what? What? Aren't you better than the rest of us? I oh my god! <laughs> you just said it doesn't have to be in the gym. I know, gym. but I immediately I was, got angry because I was like, ah, oh, I, I can't do any of that. Agreeing with you. Yeah. Well, you know what? Jealousy is a green-eyed monster, bitch. Um, do you have anything <laughs> else to say about what was our topic? Prom? How do we even get into the gym? No, we because that was my topic. Prom, was, prom is your topic. My my topic was people who take the videos. <gasps> yeah. That's right. And then what do we what do we we don't like that? Is what we're getting at? I think I think it's it's like example by example. If you're seeing something that's like truly grievous and unacceptable that's happening to you, I think it is your right to like show the world like if someone oh, is Oh no, no, I mean the videos. Yeah, that's what I'm talking oh. about. Like in the video, if something hap- if someone comes into your video doing something like horrendous to you, then absolutely, like I think posting that is not a bad thing because it's giving light to it. But I think a lot of them, perhaps the majority of them, are things that are sort of innocuous. And if it's ever a video where it's like, what the hell is this guy doing behind me? Like, why is his form so weird? You're a piece of shit if you're posting that. Yeah, that's okay. I think so too because that just feels like it's fueling the, the narrative of like there's a right and a wrong way to, to – there's obviously right and wrong form. Unless, unless you ask the person. If, if you're asking the person or they're doing something, again, that's like – completely out of standard and they're tossing dumbbells around and like putting other people at risk or whatever yeah totally like what what but if well, there's also your intention is not to help that person it's to exactly. shame that person that's the main thing that's the cut and dry right there right that's all you need to know the intention is not to help or you would be trying your best to figure out a way to help them instead your intention is to shame by showing strangers someone that you think is doing something very good. very well put like that it's an anytime your intention is to shame then you're a piece of shit yeah I mean, unless you're shaming something bad, you know, like being a vampire. Being a fucking evil Kill. vampire. Um, That was great. Do you have anything else to say on the gym? No, I have nothing else to say, and I won't be returning. Oh, can I? Uh, um, wait, can I? Could I plug a date? Put, yeah, of course. I, what, I don't own the podcast. March, March 8th, I am doing stand-up at Mic Drop in San Diego. You can get tickets on their website. Just look at the March 8th date. We're trying to sell it out. Ooh. My friends uh, Dylan Sabiza and Andy Eisen are going to be opening for me. It's going to be a, a hoot. How fun. You guys should go to that. I have been asked to do many comedy dates and haven't responded to any of the messages yeah, yet. You've been saying no. It pisses me off. Anyways, um, we love you guys. Love uh, you. Thanks for you know doing all this. And please keep rating and subscribing and liking. And the more you do that, the closer we are to a cute little studio. Bye-bye. Bye.